Okay. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of Our Leaders. Tuesdays, 12 p.m. with First Seder Bismedjish, firstseder.org. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners that will, Be'ezus Hashem, be joining this year. This series is sponsored by Rebitzik Saflis, Bottom Line Marketing Group, as a schus for himself, his family, the listeners, and Klai Yisrael. So, we are continuing talking about those who established Minhage Ashkenaz, the Tkufa of the Maril, Marivayal, Sefer Minhagim, as we just mentioned, Shumas Hadeshen. And we mentioned a number of times over the last few weeks, Rav Shalom mi Ostreich. Rav Shalom from Ostreich, from Austria, sometimes known as Rav Shalom from Neustadt, from Neustadt. And he is the Rebbe Muvuk of the Maharil. We mentioned him a few times already, and we are going to talk about him, Be'ezus Hashem, today, so to speak, as the Hashlama of this uh, Tkufa and this Chabura of the Chachmei Ashkenaz. Um, I will uh, be upfront and say I have too much to say today, so Be'ezus Hashem, I will try to get through it all. My wife said, are you going to cut some out? Or I said, maybe I'll just talk very quickly. So we will try to Be'ezus Hashem. Not go too quick, but at the same time cover as much as we can. So it's very interesting, this Tkufa, as we had last, uh, wasn't last week, but two weeks ago in the last year, with Rabbi Avram Kleisner and Rabbi Isaac Turner. Very uh, not clear historically what's going on at that time with dates and births and deaths. Um, so the same thing with Rosh Hashanah we really do not know exactly when he was born. We are Mishayah, we assume it's in the mid-1300s. His father's name was Reb Yitzchak, and the nickname of Reb Yitzchak was Reb Zekel. Sometimes he's called Reb Yitzchak, sometimes he's called Reb Zekel. So today we have something called the Sefer Minhage Marash, um, <clears throat> Marash, and that's Reb Shalom of, of Neustadt, of Rostreich, and printed by Mechon Yerushalayim. So when I reference different simonim, it's um, based on that Sefer. So in Simon Yud Gimel, Amar Marash, the Marash says that he remembers when he was a young, he was a young child, he saw his father, Reb Yitzchak, when he would make Kiddush on Friday night, he would look at the candles. And Reb Shalom later would say that he found in the Sefer Seichel Taiv, which is a Kabbalah Sefer, what's something that is famous today, that um, when a person takes big steps, it takes away one five hundredth of his eyesight, and Ner is Gematria 250, 200 Neris is, I mean, 2 Neris is uh, 500. So when you look at the Beis Neris, it will be a Rafua, based on a Gemara, obviously. Um, but uh, that is what Reb Shalom found in the Sefer Seichel Taiv. Now the Maril, in the beginning of Hilcha Shabbos, brings this from Reb Shalom Ostreich. We learn um, in our show by Shalashudis, we go through the Minhage Maril, and the halachas that come from it. So we learned that this year that we started Hilcha Shabbos. So it was one of the first halachas that we learned. The Mabushe Yantif, which is the Taisis Yantif Pirish and the Levush, in Reishat Ayin Aleph, Sivkat and Dalit, he says, Veshuvra Isi Bidrashas Marash. He always calls this Sefer what we call Minhage Marash. He must have had the manuscript of it. He always calls it Drashas Marash, Simonon Aleph. Um, we have different numbers of simonim. The El Yerabba there also brings from the Joshua's Marash the same thing. And the Ramah in Reish Aleph brings it Beshem the Maril. So again, it's all the same Bismedrish. Um In Tavchaf Aleph, the uh, Marash writes, 
Shashama Merein Rav Aaron Ben Merein Rav Chachol, the Rav Aaron Ben Rav Chachol told him Shashama Merein Rav Zekel, he heard from Rav Zekel of his father, Shaksiva Ba'avir Asr B'Shabbos. Interesting thing, if a person takes with his finger and just makes letters in the air, so the Rav Shalmashak's father, Rav Zekel, said it's Asr on Shabbos. And, um, Amar li Marain Rav Shalom, so the Marash Rav Shalom said, Kama pamim He thought about this many times, like why should it be Asr? And he said he thinks it's because maybe Shema Amin Yadav, because you're training yourself in a skill in how to write letters, and the training is the problem, not the actual writing, you're just, you're not really writing. Now the Chumash Hadeshan, again from the same Tkufa, and Simen Samach Gimel, he brings this from the Maharash and from Reb Zekel, and he says it's Mutri, doesn't understand why it's Aser, and the Ramah in Shin Mem Sif Dalid quotes it, B'Shem the Chumas Hadeshen as well, that it's Mutter. Now we mentioned this a different week, Reb Doisa Hayavani was a Talmud of the Marash, and in his Ksavyad he brings from um, that the Marash quoted in Parshas Vayeshev, a vart that he heard B'Shem his father on the on the Pasuk V'Habar Reik Eim Mayim. So that's the father of Reb Shalom Ostreich. Now it would seem that his father was a Rav in the city of Nustat, Wiener Nustat as it's called. Um, like in Chumas Hadesh and in Sokim, Kuf Chavches, he quotes Reb Shalom Ostreich saying, Aniva Vaisa Yeshavnu B'Yeshiva, me and my fathers, we were in Yeshiva, Ladun, Lahiris, Benustat. We were the Dayanim and the Paiskim in Nustat. So it sounds like it wasn't just him. As we'll see, it was his brother as well, it seems, and his father um, were all Rabbanim in Nustat. Um, now, in Simon Membez, the Marash says he found in the Gilyoini Alfasi, in the margins of his riff, Sheiniach Avim that his father Rabzekel left him, that his father heard from his Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda. We don't know exactly who this Rebbe Yehuda is. An interesting thing, that by the Pesach Seder, you don't have to lean Bismanaz anymore. Because it's not normal way of doing it. We don't lean when we eat a whole year. And his Lashon is, What kind of freedom is it to do something abnormal, try to eat leaning? It's not called freedom. It's like a sick person who's laying down, he can't sit up, and he's trying to eat while he's leaning. So, <coughs> he says... Um, he says that you don't have to do it. This is a famous Raviyah, the Raviyah is the Aviyazri, um, who says that we don't have to do it anymore. When you look in Halacha, in Uchus Pesach, we're Saimich on the Aviyazri and the Raviyah, Bidiyeved, if a person did not, um, it did not, let's say, drink the Dalakaisis or maybe Bafi Kaiman. So we're, the question is, could you, do you have to do it again? We're Saimich on the Shita, um, or for women, we're Saimich on it. But um, this is the way he quoted his father, B'Shem, his Rebbe, uh, Paskind. He himself actually later on in a different place actually does not Paskind this way. Reb Shalom Ostreich Paskind that you're not Yoytze and you have to eat or drink again if you didn't leave. Now his uh, brother, as we said, Reb Yoyna, was a Rav in Nustad. In Simon Tuf Nun, he writes, About a certain child over there, he said when he was young, he asked his brother, And the other um, learned people in this uh, in this city, So it sounds like it might have been an older brother that he asked this Shaila to his brother, Rabbi Yaina. 
In Kuf Mem Dalit, he also says, Shekach Mekubal, Meyachiv Merein Rav Yaina. He used to say over, he had such a Kabbalah from his brother Rav Yaina. So it sounds like, I don't know if Rav Yaina was his Rebbe, but he for sure was someone he learned from. Um... In the back of the Sefer, we have Likutim from Bnei Doiroi, that other Svarim that quote him, Oitzchav Tes, which is really coming from Chuvas Maril Chadashoi Simon Lamelchetz, that he says as follows, the Maril says, Uvenustat Hayatalia Eruv Bechatzer Mairi. Where did they keep the Eruv Chatzerus in Nustat? Now, to, in other words, to carry on Shabbos, besides you have to be an enclosed area, that's the strings and the uh, and the posts, the Lechi and the Kaira, that we make what we call an Eruv, but you also have to have bread that or matzah that is Ma'ariv, uh, everyone. It makes everybody as if they have a Kenyan in that bread. That's the Eruv Chatzeris. And the question is where it's kept. So normally it's kept in a shul. So in Neustadt, he says it was kept in the room of Mairi Marash, like in his study. He says, and the question is, why is this different from all other Kehilois that they keep the Eruv in the shul? So the Marash of Shalom said they used to be, it was taken in the Beis HaKnesses. Until Reb Zalman Kayin came. Reb Zalman Kayin, maybe the Marzach, as we've quoted him before, Achar after the Gzairis, which Gzairis, it's not clear, maybe it's after the uh, the Black Plague of Katal. And he said he didn't understand how you could keep it in a shul. Shul is not a makam pita. It's not a place where people eat. It's not a makam lina. It's not a place where people sleep. And that's the machlaikas and the Gemara. Which one, where you keep the Eruv. So Rav Yaina, my brother, um, listened. He said, oh, it's a good taina. So he took the Eruv out of the shul. And uh, he put it in the, in the Rav's office, in the Rav's study. And uh, the Maril says, so the Marash did the same thing. If this is what his brother did, he continued doing it. But he said, the Rav Shalom said, that really, he said, really, he doesn't understand it. And uh, he'd rather go with the Minig of Klai Yisrael to keep it in the shoals. I, the questions of the Marzach, he has answers. So why doesn't he change it back? He didn't want to go against his brother of Yain. And if his brother of Yain is the one who changed it, even though now he seems to be the Rav, his brother of Yain doesn't seem to be alive anymore, but he's not going against his brother of Yain. But he was hoping, the Maril says, he was hoping that one of his Talmidim would change it back to the Shul. Which Talmidim? He says, Mairi Chami, the Maril's first father in law, was Ramesh Numar Katz from Nushtat. Or Hakadish Mainer of Aaron Plumel, the Chumas Hadeshin's uncle, was a Talmud also of the Marash but they didn't, they didn't do it because they couldn't figure out the reason and he didn't want to tell them because he didn't want to blatantly go against his brother so he was hoping that they would sort of get the hint and move it but they never did because they didn't feel that they were they were able to do such a thing so this is his brother Rabbi Yaina. he had another brother Rabbi Huda and in the uh, the Anchumish uh, that Rabbi Doisi Hayavani brings from the Marash in Parshas Bereshis he quotes a word from his brother. Now it seems the Chumas Hadesha and Rabbi Sol Isolin was a relative of theirs because in Psakim uh, Reish Tezayin he says the Chumas Hadesha writes I did an act in Kroivi with my relative Marein Rav Yudol Rabbi Yehuda Ben Marash the son of Marash Zal 
Um, so this is not the brother of Yehuda. This is a son of Reb Shalom, also called Reb Yehuda. So I was a cousin with him, a Shani and Shlishi. Uh, two brothers are Risha and Berishain. So first cousins are Shani Bishani. And this was the first cousin once removed, is a Shani Bishlishi. That's how we're related. We were on a Bezdin together with Chalitza. So he's saying he was a first cousin once removed from Reb Yudel, the son of the Marash. So again, depending, I don't know who, which one was the Shani, which one the Shlishi, if they were, if him and the Marash were first cousins, or uh, the other way around somehow, or his father was a first cousin. Okay, um, who was his Rabbi Sof? Um <clears throat> in Reish Ches, when it talks about Birches Hamazon, so we say Bamaroim Yilam Du Alem Valeinu. They used to say Mimaroim, but that's not the issue here. It says Venisav Racha Meis Hashem. So some didn't say this this whole um, this whole paragraph because Meis Hashem. If you don't say Ace with an Aleph. If you just say Meis Hashem, if you swallow the Aleph, so it sounds like Yichas V'Shalom are saying Hashem should should die. It's a Mecharev Umegadav. It's a terrible thing. So, Reb Shalom used to say, Shekein Romer Abay Sov, Shayu Berainus. He saw his Rabbeim in the Rhineland, Shalai Hayu Aimim, they didn't say it. Who exactly his Rabbeim were in the Rhineus, it doesn't say, but it seems he was part of that Ashkenaz um, Rhineland Talmidim. Now, this is actually brought in Mabusha Yantav as well, in uh, Simon Kuf Peites, quoting the Marash. Um, in Tov Kuf Lamed Gimel, it says over there, Amar Marash Kishahaya Be'er Shvaidnitz. Shvaidnitz is a city in southwest southwest Poland. Vilama Lifne Marein Rav Oizerzal. Marein Rav Oizer was one of the Gedalim of the time. And he learned, so Marash, his Rebbe, seemed to have been, his Rebbe Mubuk was Marein Rav Rav Oizer. Who was this Rav Oizer? We don't know a lot about him. The Maril in Hilchus Kriya Satyra Oiz Gimel writes that Marein Rav Oizer be Medinas Poland. Haya Regilim Be'iroi. They used to call him for the first Aliyah, even if there was a Kayan there in the Beis HaKnesses. Since he was more Chashev, they would call him up at as the first Aliyah. And in Lekach Yosher, um, Chelek Aleph, page 57, he says that the Chumas Hadeshin said, B'Shem HaGodur Abayzer, Sha'amar, this is talking about like when you pour out the wine by Havdalah, or you overflow your kais by Havdalah, sometimes you overflow, in other places you used to pour out the wine afterwards, pour it on the ground, the kais to um, so it's, it's, it was a simon bracha. So Abayzer used to say that, um, if he would have the amount of wine that they used to spill out in Ostreich, in Austria, on the ground by Havdalah, so he would have enough to drink a whole year from it. In other words, he was saying they pour out too much. They pour out too much. That's how much they pour out, that if he would have that wine, he would have enough wine to drink um, a whole year. So this is this Rav Oizer, who the Marash was a Talmud of. Um, now, the um, Maril and Hilcha Shabbos, um, and in the Marash has been hugging Yotas, he says, it was one time Shabbos Nachamu that the Tzibor, meaning the main Beis HaKnesses, finished their davening before the Marash finished with his Bachrim. If you remember, we said, I think, by Ram Kloisner, that, um, I, I think it was by him, that he had a shul, um, 
Maybe not. Maybe it was uh, someone else. I'm sorry. So anyways, he had a shul together with his bachar in the marash. I think we mentioned this once before. And um, the main Beis HaKnesses finished davening before he finished with his shul. So when the tzibur came to say good Shabbos to him, I guess they would come to his house. So the, he had, they asked him, how come today it took so long to daven? So he told them, what should I do? You have a different custom than me, the exact opposite. He says, um, you have a minig that Shabbos, you daven earlier than you do the rest of the week. And he says, I do the opposite. On Shabbos, I have later. I sleep later on Shabbos, and we daven Shacharis later. And he says, I have a Kabbalah, that this is what to do, what you do, from my Rebbe, Rev Yitzchak, some say it was Rebbe Yaakov, Hashem Yikam Damai, Northeisen. There was Rebbe Yaakov, Northeisen was a big god of the time. He says, I had such a Kabbalah from my Rebbe, Rebbe Yaakov, Northeisen, Hashem Yikam Damai. And he said he brought a proof from it, because in the Beis Hamikdash, they wouldn't bring the Tamet Shal Shachar as early on Shabbos as they did the other days, Shaloi Levatel Shina Shacharis, because it's part of Oynik Shabbos to sleep a little later Shabbos morning. So this was another one of his Rabbeim. Now, in the Maril in Hilchas Machas, which is the Halachas of Avelos, he says that the Maril once asked Rabbi Hamuvak Marash, how come when Rav Meishel Mizanyam, Zanayam, I'm not sure exactly the name of the city, this Rav Meishel was Nifter, how come he didn't tear Kriya? Why didn't the Marash tear Kriya? L'chaira, it seems like he was saying, wasn't he your Rebbe? And he told him, Shein Shigurim B'fiv Chidushim Avzal. He doesn't have so many Chidushim that are Shogur B'fiv, that they're a constant refrain that he has from this Marainer of Meishel, and therefore that's why he didn't tear Kriya. But it seems the Maril understood that he learned by him, but I guess he didn't feel that he was his Rebbe in that way that he has to tear Kriya. Um, in Kuf Pei Zayin, it's written over there in the, in the Minhagi Marash, it says that Bishnas Hei Darash Marash, that the Marash Darshind, um, <clears throat> Um, a drasha, and he says, "Shamati mimenu sheshama mi Rav Moishel Hazaken." This Rav Moishel Hazaken, he heard from him that if a person is about carrying Yom Kippur, he could go to the mikvah. We don't pass him like this, but he and he himself went to the mikvah. He says, "I think he himself went to the mikvah and Yom Kippur." So that is a hayros, even though he said, "I didn't have his divrei Teresh Kurim Befiv, but he did have things he said over um, from him. Another thing he said in Tuflamites, they write, Maisaya Blvaisha, a certain place, wherever this was, Blaisha, Blaisha, I'm not sure exactly what it was. Bishas Habatsa, there was they were um they were um they were harvesting the grapes and there was something with a guy touching the wine or whatever it was, and he said that the Maisa came in front of Rav Moshal Azakain and Marain Rav Yisrael, probably Yisrael from Krems, Dagoy Sashri, the great grandfather of Chumas Hadeshan, Ushara Gedalim. And uh, they were all matterit, and the Rav Shalmashach says, "Shazu hakula hagadayla sheshama miyamav." This was the biggest kula he ever heard in his life. But again, another thing he said from Rav Meishel. Um, now, the Darke Moshe, the Raman, Arachayim, Tov Kuf Pei, he writes, "Kasebeli Kute Marash." It's written in the Kute Marash that when he married his wife on Hanukkah, Lo Yisani didn't fast because it was Hanukkah. But his son had a chuppah, this is all Darkei Moshe talking, and Rishchidosh Nisan, and he told him to fast. Why? Because Rishchidosh Nisan is a day, even though it's Rishchidosh, people do fast. The Ramah continues, of Gilyan Matzasi Kasev, I saw written on the side, of a Shamati, someone wrote that I heard, that the Marash's son himself had a chuppah on 
um, he got married on Chanukah Rish Chodesh Tevis, and he did tell him to fast. So in the first place, it said the Marash himself did not fast when he got married on Chanukah, but when his son got married, he told him to fast, and he told him, I would also fast um, if it wasn't Rosh, Rosh Chodesh and Chanukah, because he would fast also the day of his children getting married. So his son, the Chassan, he told him to fast, even though it was a Shchidosh Chanukah, but he himself, even though he was his minig as well, but that he himself didn't do. So there's a little bit of stira here, if you do fast on Chanukah or not. Now we had two children, Rabbi Yaina and Rabbi Yehuda. So even though he had a brother, Rabbi Yaina also, and he had a brother, Rabbi Yehuda, they had children as well, Rabbi Yaina and Rabbi Yehuda, and he had a son-in-law, Rabbi Avram. Now the Maril in Hilchas Machis um, Chafalif, and it's also in Marash Kuchav Beis, says, B'yoyim shenifter Abbas Marash. So it seems that Rabbi Shalom Ashtrach lost a daughter while he was alive. In Tov Kuf Mem Gimel it says, K'shenifter Chasanai. It sounds his son-in-law also was nifter while he was alive. And um, in the Maril it says over there also, Kishinifter Kalas Marash, Eishas Benoy Rabyoina, when his daughter in law was also, when Nifter also um, it seemed to be in his lifetime. So he lost numerous uh, children in his lifetime. Now, at the beginning, it seems he was living in Vienna and Wien, and later on he moved to Neustadt. Could be after his brother was Nifter and he became the Rav. Like it says in Tavkov Tezvav, after he changed and he moved from Vienna to Neustadt. Now in the Sefer Maril, in the end, in the Likutim, they have Likutim from the Marash, it says, Chazal say a person should live in the place of his forefathers. He says, if not for that, I would have left Neustadt already many times. Guess he wasn't happy over there. Um, certain things going on, I guess, when he was the Rav. And he said, if not for Chazal telling us that a person should live, I would have left Neustadt uh, many times. Um, <clears throat> now, we see him, we do find him in Vienna. Now, whether this was when he was living in Vienna or he went back and forth probably from Vienna, as we'll see, he was very close to each other. So, the Maril and Hilchas... Um, Macholas Asuras of Pesach says that the Marash said that one time Reb Fivish in the was darshaning in the city of Vienna that you're not allowed to use these um, coated glazer coated um, um, uh, earthenware kalim on Pesach, especially if they were used for chametz. And they're not going to go through the details. And the Marash told him after the drush, he doesn't understand. They put it back in the uh, in the kiln afterwards, and it's like it's brand new, so there's no problem. So Reb Fivish says, I didn't know that. This is the first time I'm hearing it. So the Marash went afterwards and made his own uh, inquiries, and he found out that they don't really put it back in the kiln. They put it back in a regular oven, which doesn't count. And therefore, it's taken not a good heksher. So he said that even though Rafaivish didn't mean this, but Karel Marina Rafaivish, the Pasuk, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it a tzaddik, um, nothing wrong comes out because of him. But the Marash himself said, So even though um, it's true that they put it back into the kiln, and therefore it's not a uh, it's not a problem. But since Rafaivish Paskin the Tzaser, a person should be Machmer. Now in the Hisophis to Maril Zion, it says over there one time he was at a Sudas Brismila with Maram Segel. Maram Segel, we mentioned, Rameir Halevi was the Rav in um, in uh, in Vienna. Um, we mentioned him numerous times already with uh, Rav Avram Kleisner at the same time that they were there at the same time. And um, the Maram Segel asked the Marash, 
um, why is it that there's this minig to go Friday night before the bris um, and have like a suda in the house of the person who had the baby? We call that a shalom zakhar. He says, Mayin well, minig. Never heard of such a minig. Where'd this minig come from? So he answered him, the Marash answered him that there's one shita that holds like that. So the Maril says, what does he mean? For those of you learning Daf Yaimi, Bavakama Daf Pei, I'm glad not, but Bavakama Daf Pei is not so long ago. It talks about over there Yeshua Haben. Rashi says it's talking about the Sudas Pigeon Haben. But um, the um, Rabbeinu Tam in Taisvis, it's interesting, the Maril has it as Rabbeinu Hananel. We have as Rabbeinu Tam says Yeshua Haben, Loshin Yeshua Mamish, a Loshin of salvation. Why do Isha Nimlutam in Avlad, Vavlad Mimena? The mother and the child are both uh, saved from each other with the birth, and therefore that is uh, a suda that they make the Friday night before the bris as a thanking Hashem for a uh, a, a healthy birth. So um, this is what he told him according to, he said there's one sheet of the holes. Like that's the Maril said, he was referring to Rabbeinu Hanan or Rabbeinu Tam's understanding of Yeshua Shalben. The Chumas Hadeshen in uh, Reish Samech um, right when he talks about this is Misham. One of the Gedolim proved that this is a Sudas Mitzvah. What is it? According to Rashi, the Sudas Pidgin Aben, and according to Rabbeinu Chananel, the Sudas Shalom Zachar is considered a Sudas Mitzvah. He doesn't so w- say which of the Gedolim is referring to, but probably it's this story that we're talking about here with the Marash and the Maram. Um, now. In Chuvas Maril Kufnun Tes, it says, "Get Rishon Shenasan Mairi." The first get that my Rebbe, the Marash, was the Masader, was a Masader get. In other words, he was the one who was involved in it. Shenasan Mairi Hichshir, he was Machshirit. Rabbonin Smichi Harishainim, and many and some of the first um, Rabbonon who had Smicha. Now we have Smicha nowadays. We give a person a Rav Smicha that is able to pass in Shilas. In those days, again, and we're, we, we know this Kufa, they were trying to set up the systems in Klai Yisrael. So one of the systems, the Maram Segel is the one that it's, uh, it's attributed to, set, it up, set up the system called giving smicha. It's called smicha Zashkenaz. What we call Harav, Mirenu, they used to call Mirenu, we talked about that a different week, who you give a title Mirenu to. So it was in this Kufa that this concept of smicha began. So he says that when the Marash and Kamarabonim Tzmichi Arishainim, and many of the first generation, so to speak, of the Rabbonin who got Tzmicha, so the Marash was one of those, Shekasiv Rabbi Yom Chazanzal, the Rabbi Yom Chazan was the cipher, so they were Machshir the Get, and the Trumasadesha, I'm sorry, the Maril says, Ani Pasalti, I said it was Pasal, because the Kuf, and the letter Kuf, with the Kuf has a has a top to it and has a regal. So the problem was the regal was touching the top. And he said it's pasal. It was in the word Kurpach. Kurpach is the name of a river. So uh, he passled it. Now it's very interesting to me because in the Mavoy to the Sefer Maril, when they write about this, they say, well, this must have happened in Vienna because Binyamin Chazan was the, uh, was the Sefer in Vienna. The only problem is, the interesting thing to me is, the word Korpach, that river, is actually in Nustat, in Nustat. In the Trumas Hadash, in the Reish Lamed Aleph, he says, He's saying how to write it, but you see that's how they wrote Nustat. So it sounds to me more that it was probably in Nustat that they wrote it. And the cipher from, um, from Vienna came there. So, again, we don't know exactly when this happened. Um, <clears throat> now, 
As we mentioned before, from the Chumas Hadashin quotes him saying in Kufchav Ches and Psakim, Aniva Voisi Yishavni Bishiv Aladu Laris Benushdat. He says, My, me, and my forefathers, we were the Rabbanim Benushdat. And he writes how he was non-territorial. He says, If someone else would come to be a Rav here, Kamaini, Lo Yisimakev Ayad, I wouldn't stop him. Vayatmiya, he says, He didn't understand. Me'ayna Raglayim Shetayinam Anhigim Asogas Vulbichia Gavna. Since when could a Rav say, Well, you can't come into my territory? Never heard of such a thing. You own the territory. Another Rav can't come in. I would welcome him in. Uchshisiparti Advarim Alolu Marina Vanchal. Um, Marfurk, I think this is the Truma Sadeshan talking, saying, when I told this over to Ravanchal Marfurk, he told me the same thing that Azokin Marina of Mere Mayor Segel, that's Maram Segel of Viano, Amar Kiagavno, he said, Mi Nosanoherish Li Hagvul Shalayasiganuacher, who exactly gave or bequeathed to me this boundary that uh, no one else is allowed in. Ad Khan Lashain Hagdailim Zal, the Truma Sadeshan says, this is what these previous Dar Gedailim, the Maram and the Marash, um, they both said that, uh, that, that a Rav can't say, another Rav can't come in. Um, <clears throat> now, in Psakim Kuflam et Aleph, the Chumas Tzedeshen writes, a Shiloh over there, two things that are, have a similar name. Do you make a Shechayonu on both? Is it one Min? So he says, Matsasi Bidrash, as I found, Shenichta B'Shem Asar, he used to call the uh, Reb Shalom the Sar. Um, some say it's because they didn't want to call him Harash. Rash is a Lashon of... Rash of Shalom is like a poor. So instead they call him Asar. That's why some say in Taisas you have the Sar Mikutsi. Really his name was Rash Mikutsi. But they didn't want to call him Rash. They called him Sar. So here also some say that's why they called him the Sar. So he says the Sar wrote, the, the Marash wrote that you don't make a second Shechiyonu. He says, but I think that I heard the exact opposite from Rev Yoyna ben Hasar B'Shem Aviv, the son of the Marash. And uh, he said that you do make a, a second Shechiyonu. Visu, he says, that Sefer Chasidim Kasam Chinon. When you look in the Sefer Chasidim, he also says to make two Shechiyonus. And why am I bringing this to you? Viyadati Shasar Noag Sefer. And I know that the Marash would actually follow that Sefer Mo'id, he says. He went after the Sefer Chasidim. So when we're talking about, again, Chasidim Ashkenaz, they were very pious, and that was Rebuda Chasid, and that door was a little bit earlier than this, but he followed the Sefer Chasidim. So how is it possible, says the Truman Sadeshan, that he passed in Keneged the Sefer Chasidim? And if the Sefer Chasidim says to make two Shechayanus, probably that's the right way to do things. Now it seems perhaps that he was involved in business a little bit in, even though he was a rub in vineyards. Like he said in Kuftzadi, this is a fascinating thing. Shamati mi marash, I heard from the marash, when he was doing the harvest of the grapes, they harvested the grapes, Chalamayitzukis, to be able to do Malacha Chalamayitzukis, I guess it was Dabra Avud. And so where would they go when they would eat? They would go, the Goyim used to make these huts. Also, I guess, to protect themselves from the sun, to go drink their wine over there. So it was sukkahs ganvach, one of the sukkahs that are kosher, a sukkahs agoy, as long as it's made for shade. So they go over there and they eat in that sukkah. Now what's interesting is the Maril brings this in Ilcha Sukkahs, and he brings the psak from the Marash, but he doesn't say it was the Marash himself. He just says the Marash paskin that you could eat in those sukkahs during the harvest. But he says, if you could wait to a, to a real sukkah, the Maril says, Hareza Meshubach. So I don't know why exactly he didn't um, say it happened with the Marash himself. Now another thing the Maril writes, in Uchus Machus, uh, is, hey, I think, the Maril says about his Rebbe, the Marash, 
In those days, it was pre-Shulchan Aruch days. So what Sefer did we have? The Sefer Hator. The Turim, that was like the, the foundation of everything. He says that his Rebbe didn't look at the Sefer Hator too much. Um, and in Hilchas Nida, Aleph, the Maril writes, he heard from Rabbi Yozpa Ostreicher, he's the one who wrote the Minhagi Marash, as we'll see later, B'Shem Marash, a Machmer, about a certain halach, it was Machmer, about being Taivel, a lady going to the Mikvah on the eighth day during the day, and he showed him in the Sefer HaTor that it's Mutter, and still he didn't care, the Marash was Machmer, V'chein Ha'ira Halach he didn't care. Now, Chuvas Marshal, in Simenai and Tess, writes, Marash Mivina, the Rash, he calls him Marash from Vienna, and I heard from Elder Bali Hara, that they heard and they had a Kabbalah from the Gedolim in Ashkenaz. They said about this Marash, if he would pass in something, something the opposite of the Tor, and they would tell him, ah, you're arguing on the tour, you know what he would say? Gavra, Gavra, Karamis? You're asking me one man on another man? Like the Gemara talks about this, to ask a question from one Amir on another. You can't ask from one Amir on another. They could argue with each other. Uh, you could ask an Amir from a Mishnah, from a Brisa, from a Tana. So he said the same thing, like, what are you bringing me? So he argues with me. I could argue with him. Like, he wasn't Misyaches very much to it, very, to, to show the godless here of the Marash. Um... In Lamed Aleph, the um, the Maril writes, Pamachas in in the um, in the Minhage Marash, there was a machloikis between two people, Reb Mushal von Gunch and another person, and uh, they had Epsidin Taira, and um, they they lived in this place Gunch wherever it is. So the Marash was mazmin them. He, uh, he he sent out a Hasmana to come to Bezdin to Nusdat. But the Maram Segel was mazmin them to Vienna. And the Maram Segel told the Marash to not, it's not your jurisdiction, they should come to me. And the Marash didn't care, he was mazmin them again. And he said, he dafka wanted to show him that that's the halacha. Why? The Maril explained his Rebbe, the Satakanas um, Rabbeinu Gershom Maragayla, that you can only be mazmin to the closest Bezdin. You can't be matriach someone to travel far away. So the closest Bezdin was Nustat was closer than Vienna by one or two uh, one or two parses, very small amount of time. So why did the Maram hold they should come to Vienna? He says maybe because there's a concept of base Havad, when there's like a high court, you're allowed to say you want to go to the high court. So that could be why the Maram wanted them to come to Vienna, but the Marash wanted to show the Maram, no, the Halach is not like this. So again, this is, he's showing, you know, these are the G'dayli Hadar of the time, the Maram Segel and um, the Marash having this Machlaikis. The Chumas Hadeshim in Psak in Psakim Reish Mem he writes talking about what a chalitza shoe looks like. V'chaim kibalnu b'shem asar minoishdat zal uzachrani. He says I remember l'fnei kamashanim many years earlier when Medina's Ostrich was al mechayna. So I guess that was before that uh, the uh, that uh, pogrom in fourteen twenty that we talked about. Shalach merin Reb Yaakov Segel l'fnei asar whoever this Reb Yaakov is sent to the children of the Marash sheshulchal echav mimina avim they should send him. Um, one of the shoes, the chalitza shoes of their father, Vichain Asu. So he was like the source of what the shoe was supposed to look like and uh, to get the shoe. Um, in Tough Bays, there was a woman who sent to Shiloh from Poland. She was in a city called Shtirgram, or Shtrigram, and Bishas HaGzeira, I don't know which Gzeira was, on Shabbos, and she shechted all of her children, assuming that she was going to die as well. 
And at the end, she escaped. And she asked him, what tshuva does she have to do for killing her children? And the Marash told her she doesn't have to do any tshuva. Adarabba, she did properly, not only killing her children, and on Shabbos, she did the proper thing. That's what's to do. This is a common thing in the times of the Crusades and other times uh, we've talked about this. Um, Maram Rutenberg, tshuva's about, the Rishayim talk about the Crusades, about um, killing children and families and, and, and committing suicide. Al Kiddush Hashem. In the Likutim, um, Oisvav, Amar Mari Isselin Shashama Memarash. Oh, this we said already. Um, we already said this um, in the Shir on the Shumas Hadeshen. We'll just say it again because it's the Marash. The, the Rav Shamashek said, Why is it that Terran Ashkenaz is more successful? Because they don't do the backbreaking work of the land. The other Rabba, they do business of lending with ribis to the Gayim, and therefore they have time to learn Taira. And in the Shia on the Chumas Adesh, and we brought the Chumas Adesh and Saisafa of um, why that stopped. People stopped giving money to Tzedakah, and therefore that's why the Goyim um, stopped um, allowing this to happen and made Saras. Um, now, another thing, in Tafsad the Aleph, Rav Shalom Ashach says he had a Kabbalah. Whenever there is Mashatigash Ha'aretz, Karin Irfudin, or Erdbebin, which is an earthquake, whenever there's an earthquake, you should know the Malchus, the government, is going to change. And he says that's how it was in the Ear Nushtat as well, that there was an earthquake somehow and the government was going to change. So the Maril was wondering, what does it mean the government's going to change? And a little bit after that, the Duke of that area died and it was a new under new leadership, so it doesn't mean like the whole country has to fall apart, but there will be something new going on in the government when there's an earthquake. Interesting Kabbalah. Now another thing, in Tav Samaches, the Marash writes that Taisvi Shabbos is like Taisvi Shviyas. There's a halacha that you have to add on to Shviyas, in Mishnayis and Ilcha Shviyas. Now, how much do you add on? Taisvi Shviyas is one month. So the Marash said, just like Taisvi Shviyas, Shemitah year, you add on one month before that you are Makbid, so one month is one-twelfth of the year. So, so too, Taisvi Shabbos, the mitzvah of adding on to Shabbos, has to be one-twelfth which is of the day, which is two hours. So Taisvi Shabbos, he says, is two hours. Now in Darkei Moshe, Reis Samech Aleph, he brings this shita from the Agur B'Shem, the Maril. The Malbushe Yantav over there also brings it. And they're bringing it to say you could be Mechabal Shabbos two hours earlier. But the Mabusha Yantiv says, marash. I saw this in the Drosh of the Marash, and according to the Marash, it sounds like you have to be Makabel two hours before, because just like Tais Vishriyas is an obligation to do a whole month, if he's saying there's an obligation to do a twelfth of the day, it's not that you can be Makabel Shabbos two hours before, but you could do it less as well. It sounds like, says the Mabusha Yantif, which is the Taisus Yantif, on the Lavush, that you have to do it, and you can't do less than that. Says the Mabusha Yantif, we don't pass him like that, we do like the Shulchan Aruch says, and it means to say you could do less time in Tais Shabbos. Now another interesting thing, in Reish Pei he says, if after you finish working with the dough of the matzah, you waited a half an hour, it becomes chametz. And what's a half an hour? In Simen Chavez, he says, that's the sheer of how much it is to walk a mill. That's how much time it is to become chametz. So when you put the two together, he's saying the sheer of a mill is a half an hour. And that's chametz gomer. Now this is interesting because in the Paiskim in Shulchan Aruch, in Tav Nuntes, when it talks about these halachas, in Ilchus Pesach, we have a share of 18 minutes, 
22 and a half, the Biralacha brings down, Mishabur brings down 23 or 24, but a half an hour, we don't find any of the Paiskim say that it's so long. Now, what's very interesting is that in the Haggai's of Rav Isaac Tirna, the Sefer Minhagen that we talked about last week, Minhage Pesach, he brings this piece, the same piece from the Minhage Marash, but he doesn't say half an hour, he says Kishlisha, a third of an hour, which is 20 minutes, which makes a little bit more sense according to the way the Paiskim we have it today. So it could be there was a mistake in what we call today Minhage Marash, and the real way was the way Rabbi Isaac Turna um, brought it, which is a third of an hour. Um, <clears throat> Okay, in Tav Samach Dalit is another um, another interesting thing. He says a chaver um, uh, Merkel, Rav Merkel Shal, they had a uh, be'er, a well, that there were worms in the water, but they're very tiny, and only when the sun was shining directly into it were we able to see it. It like magnified it. So the question is, if these microscopic worms that are now magnified by uh, by the sunlight. Are they also to drink? And he says, You could drink from it, and you don't have to worry about it. Which goes into the whole shile of microscopic uh, things when it comes to bugs. This is a very interesting that they talked about later on, the Chayodam, the Chachmazodam, and so on and so forth. But this is an interesting makar to that shile. Now, his Svarim, as we said, the, this Paiskim keep on quoting the Drushes Marash. But it's clearly the same safer as Minhage Marash, as we call it. Um, the Taisis Yantif, the Mabusha Yantif seem to have had that Ksav. The Marshal in Chuvis and Yamshal Shloimai, throughout Shas, quotes it numerous times. He seems to have had the Ksav Yad as well. Um, <clears throat> the Mabusha Yantif has different numbers than what we have today. The Machain Yushalayim put this out. From the manuscript, he has different numbers um, in the different paragraphs. But I think the, they write over there that every single halacha he brings is there, except maybe for one. So it's clear it's the same Sefer. Now they do write on the original manuscript, written on the title page, it was written, Minhage Udrashas Marash. So that could be why these, whenever the Paiskim are referring to it, they refer to it as the Drashas Marash, even though it's not the actual Drashas. Now in the Hakdama to the Maril, the one who, the Talmud, who put together the Minhage Maril, he writes, I saw that the, 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 the Rabbim, the, the uh, public, had a desire, I added in, the words of Rabbi Shalom Ostrach, Rabbi Muvik Shemari Segal, the Rabbi Muvik of the Maril, most of the Minhagim of the Maril, he followed the Marash. So says the Mechaber that I didn't see them or hear them myself mean from the Marash. But I copied them for the person who put them together. A person who was a kosher person, a samcha, one you can rely on. This person, the Maril, he, uh, he was machshav him very much. By Yakari, his name was Yuspa Ostreicher. He's the one who put together the Minhagim Marash. We quoted him before, B'Shem the Maril. Now, we said before that he quotes the Sefer Chassidim, uh, the Jumas uh, Adesh, said he followed the Sefer Chassidim, and he does quote Sifre Kabbalah, we quoted in the beginning, that he found in the Sefer Seichel Taiv about looking at the candles on Friday night. Um, it's interesting in. in um, 
in um, Likutim, I'm sorry, in Leke Joysher. In Leke Joysher, Chelek Aleph, uh, page 7, he brings to the Marash that the way he used to brush his teeth, he would take his right Kmitza finger, that's this finger, with the ring finger we call it, and he would, he would clean the left side of his teeth, and then he would take his left Kmitza finger, and he would clean the right side of his teeth. And he says, um, this was the, this was the Chuma Sadesh, he used to do this, why? Mishum Shashama, because he heard Mizokin Maor Hagoyla Goineinu Mareiner of Shalom Shikosov came to Sefer Soyed Archi. The Chumas Hadashin heard this from Rav Shalom, um, from uh, from Rav Shalom, who saw it in the Sefer Soyed Archi. Some say it might be Soyed Arzi, which is from a Kabbalah Sefer from the Rekeach. Um, sometimes he quotes also Sefer Harazim, which again might also be the same Sefer, Said Arzi or Said Razia from the Rekeach. So he did quote at times Kabbalah for him, and like we said, he, um, he, uh, he followed the Sefer Hasidim. Um, one last thing I want to say, I saw my brother-in-law show me a Maramakim yesterday, Derek Agav. He was showing Machuvas Marsham Chelik Bey's Reish Yod, it's Nagea to this week's Parsha, about a Rav delaying answering Shilas. So he, he brings over there that the, the, uh, the Marsham says, I told my family, if I'm in the middle of eating, sleeping, always, never, never make someone wait. And he writes that um, a drusha that the Maril quotes B'Shem, the, ma, the Marash. In the, it's, in the, it's in the Marash, it's the first simon in Minhage Marash, and it's also the Maril in beginning of Hilchas Pesach. Vasei Toiv says the Marash ain't Toiv el Gemilas Chasadim. Toiv is Gemilas Chasadim. Shezu Iker Mitzvah Shoyla Miskayim Aleh. Doing Chesed is the main Mitzvah. The world is 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 Miskayim Aleh. And he says, said the Marash, if you're a Talmud Chacham, Yilmul Levnei Adam, Bechinam. You want to do Chesed? Teach people for free, because that's Chesed if you're a Talmud Chacham. And he continues, Vei Mizuman Lebrius. You should be available for people. Bechal Shah. Ladun to judge Ulahirais and to Paskin Ubili now there's a question. The way the Chumasadesh the uh, Marsham brings it and the way the Maril brings it is Ubili Shahus without waiting. In other words, no delay at all. That's how they bring it. In the Marash they have Ubili Shaikha, don't take any bribery. So again, here's you have a inconsistency between the way we have it in the Marash and the way the Maril and others quote it. But um, he's saying that you should always be available. That's a chesed that a person could do. Now, the last, again, we don't know when he was born. The last thing we know about in his life was brought in a tshuva. This is what they claim, at least according to the Sefer, the Mavoy to the Maril, the life of the Maril. There's a tshuva that he wrote to the Maril in Be'erech 1415, Kufayin Hay. So they decided that must be he was nifted a little bit after that, because that's the last we heard of him. Again, I don't know how mukrach it is, so they want to say he was nifted in about 1415 or 1416. In Lakajaisha Hilchasmach is page 87, Amar that the Chumas said that in Today we have a talis on a person when he's buried, but we pass all the tzitzis. In Ashkenaz, in those days, they would first put on his talis to show he kept the mitzvah, and then would take, they would take it off and bury him without it. But the Zeruah says that Davi Ezri, for an Adam Gadol Shemais, he left him with his tzitzis in his talis. Says the Lekha Jaisher, V'chein asa 
Mareiner of Aaron Zatzal, Agoyin Marash Zatzal, and this Rebaran, Rebaran Plumiel, the uncle of Chumas Hadeshen, Hashem Yikayim Damai, he did this tour of Shalom Hashach, he buried him in his tzitzis as well, and the Lekajayisha writes, Uchimidumali, they did the same thing to the Chumas Hadeshen, Rabbi Sol Isolin. I don't remember that I saw in the Shir on the Chumas Hadeshen this Nikuda, I didn't say it for sure, I didn't see it either, but now I added it into my notes over there, that for the Chumas Hadeshen they also buried him with his talis. This is the Marash Ostrai, the Rebbe of the Marilv, Gedele Hadar of the time, and from the first Rabbanon who had smicha, as we said, Schuso Yogin Aleinu Yisrael, have a wonderful day everybody, and Kol Tov.